that will be impacted by what they are able to create together. And we ask in the name of Lord Jesus Christ that your peace would prevail in the midst of this group. We pray that there will be no infighting, no division, no distraction. And Father, we pray that there might be oneness. We cancel the assignment of the enemy. Father, we just ask that everybody, that you touch the heart of everybody involved in this project, that they'll truly have a heart of oneness and commitment and grace, uh, Lord, for what we can create together. We ask you to continue to give Christian wisdom and understanding to know how and to, uh, to know in what way to advance uh, the cause behind this collective. We thank you for opening doors that no man can close. Now, Father, we thank you for unique opportunities and divine encounters and intersections that are bring past your purpose and your intent and bringing people together. Yes. We know that when you want to bless people, you send people. Yes. So we ask that you send this people to bless people. Yes. They grace you upon their lives and help them to understand your unique purpose behind all that they have been gathered together to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad to be here today and be able to share with you guys a little bit on the subject that I was given, and that is the, the lifestyle of a leader slash minstrel. Um, there's a scripture that came to mind this morning as I was driving here, and that scripture is Psalm 22, verse 3. It says, But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest, that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Somebody shout, God inhabits my praise. God inhabits my praise. Now, first thing I want us to understand about this verse and also about your assignment is this. Since God inhabits your praise, Satan wants to hijack your lifestyle. Since God inhabits your praise, Satan cannot wait to hijack your lifestyle. Why? This is what the Lord put on my heart on the way here. Satan hates perfect praise being rendered to the Father. So much so. That he seeks to pervert it through the lifestyle of the praiser. Mm. Wow. Let me say it again. He hates the Father being praised, being glorified. He hates it so much that he seeks to pervert the Father's praise and the glory derived from Father being praised through perversion in the lifestyle of the praiser. Now, so why is that important to you? You need to understand that there is an active demonic agenda aimed at your lifestyle. Now here's why. For no other reason than what your praise represents to the Father. You know, the Bible said that we were fearfully and wonderfully made. Isn't that right? The Bible said he inhabits the praises of the saints. Which means God actually dwells in the midst, in the midst of our song. Somebody shout, my song glorifies the Father. So that means that the very fact that you're a part of this collective means that you have chosen to be targeted. Now, you chose to be targeted because you decided that God should get the best praise that you could render to him. So this agenda against your life, listen to this, it's consistent, it's organized, and it's aggressive. So my question to you is, are you? Say if the agenda is consistent, my lifestyle of consecration has to be consistent. If the agenda is aggressive, 
then my lifestyle of consecration has to be aggressive. If the agenda is organized, then my lifestyle has to be organized. And that brings me to the next point I was given this morning, and that is consecration cannot be a seasonal thing. Yeah, I've talked talk to you all the time. They say, I'm going on a consecration. And I'm like, where you been? <laughs> where have you been that you now need a consecration? How about just living a consecrated lifestyle? How about just understanding the magnitude to which God has called you? How about understanding who you impact and how your influence touches the lives of other people? Y'all know the same people that you can bless through what you do, you can also bother through what you do. Somebody shout, spirits transfer. And they transfer through words and through songs. And so we have to be very intentional about what is going on in our personal lifestyle. You know, one of the reasons people love choirs is because they can hide their lifestyles in them. And so we have to be mindful that consecration, say it with the consecration, is a whole lifestyle. Now, if you're in the forefront, people are looking to you to find God. Oh, my God. If you're in the forefront, if you're out front, you're in the choir, you're out front. If you're on the forefront, look like some people are looking to you to find God. You got that? That is the severity of this kind of assignment, is that people are looking to me to find God. If you don't want that responsibility, you should go back to the back. You should not be in the forefront if you don't want the responsibility of knowing that people are actually looking to find God through the words that are getting ready to come out of my mind and go into this microphone. Somebody's looking for God. Y'all got that? People assume that you are a person of integrity. They assume that if you're singing of the Spirit of worship after in the church, and then my pastor appointed me as the first praise worship leader that the church ever had. Right? But one of the things that I, I remember about leading worship, I remember so very well that one of the things that God was revealing to me is that if you're going to be in this place, there's a certain way you have to live before me. You have to be, you gotta be, you gotta be a person of integrity in your entire lifestyle. Somebody's trying to come with the cap, it comes with the territory. So people assume that you regularly spend time with God. That's what they assume. And I don't think that's a wrong assumption of, of someone who is doing the stuff that we do. Y'all got that? You are not expected to be perfect. Say, I'm not expected to be perfect. But I am expected to be intentional. That means that I have to be diligent about crucifying unintentional behavior and crucifying lifestyle of choices that don't align with the assignment. Y'all got that? Yeah. And the reason I brought up my church experience at the, the church I was a member of is because one of the mothers of the church, you know, I'm, I'm old people mature. <laughs> and so I hung around old people at the church with the gray hair that prayed a lot. Yeah. Matter of fact, interesting story, uh, when I joined the church, God told me to join two ministries. One was intercessory prayer, and the other one was outreach, evangelism, right? And the first reason God told me to join intercessory prayer is because he said, I've got to get you off your mind. Yeah. You got to do what I just said. He said, I want you praying for other people because you're on your mind too much. Come on, ask somebody, are you on your mind too much? If you're on your mind too much, Satan will use that. Y'all remind me what I just said. 
Look, two people tell me it is not about you at all. And by the way, it's not about me either. It's about what God is doing in us. This same woman, you know what she said to us? Choir one day, praise team one day. She said, you know, you can sing a lot just as well as you can tell one. You know what she was saying? And you know what she was saying? I hear your song, but I don't think you're really connected to it. There's a degree of separation between you and your song. And that degree of separation is your lifestyle. It's to everybody that you're growing. You know, I'm going to tell you something. This is a moment of transparency, too. I told this man right here. I, a true story. I told this man right here. I said, I said, I've seen your growth, man. I've seen there's a difference in what you're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Y'all yeah. got that? Uh, wow. Tell somebody, it should be obvious that you're growing. Everybody can. See, don't make us just accept your mess. <laughs> Girl, but you know how I am. I keep it real. No, you're stuck. <laughs> Just by the ain't, no, ain't nothing cute about being stuck. Ain't nothing cute about being stagnant. You being funny because you don't hear God. Y'all know that? Don't make us accept a lesser version of you than you should offer to the group. Y'all not know what I just said. Don't make us accept a lesser version of you than you should offer to the group. Don't make us accept a lesser version of you than you should offer to the group. Tell somebody, we all try to be our best for the glory of God. And that's 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 right there. That's what puts us on the incline. Come on. Is that everybody attached to the assignment, understand the assignment, Come on. and is doing their best to offer their best for the glory of God. Y'all got that? Yes. 1 Timothy 4, 12. Be an example without excuse. Somebody shout, I'm an example without an excuse. Y'all got that? Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're serious about consecration, you don't mind accountability. Listen to my job. Check me if you see my lifestyle go off. Ain't nothing cute about having a husband and a boyfriend. Isn't that right? Yeah. Ain't nothing cute about a man finding a man cute. Check me if you see my lifestyle going on, on court. Why? Because I want to maintain God's integrity in what we do. Y'all got that? So that's what I talk. Integrity gets God involved. Oh, you know what I said? Integrity gets God involved. That makes sense. You can't be exposed. You can't let your mind be exposed to just anything because your soul is supposed to curate and cultivate and incubate the song of the Lord. Just like God wants to birth some new music in your soul. Y'all got that? There are times when God wants to hear something and it just shows up in your soul. There are times when God wants to hear something and it shows up in your soul as a song. You ain't even created. Yeah. Woman, listen. A woman gotta have somebody put the seed in her. And then she bears out what somebody else planted in there. Tell me, you ain't come up with that song. You got pregnant with that song. You don't get yourself pregnant with a song. Somebody else gotta get you pregnant. 
Tell somebody, God wants to get you pregnant. Tell them, God wants to keep you barefoot and pregnant. Tell somebody, don't be playing with your soul in this season of your life. But, and then, on top of that, half of you in here are not only highly emotional, but you're also an impact. You're very impact. You sense and feel everything, and you pick up on things. You're very sensitive to things. Yeah. Y'all got that? Yeah. Now, that is good, and that is also bad. Just by quit letting stuff bother you that ain't your business. Woo! to get your soul distorted so that God don't birth nothing in a messy soul. God is not interested in planting his good stuff in no trashy soul. Just like God's soul. God's soul. Your song comes out of it. song comes out of it. Quit letting stuff bother you that ain't your business. Come on, just somebody else, quit letting stuff bother you that ain't your business. Quit letting stuff bother you. You should already be selling millions of records, but you spend every season of your life bothered by stuff that ain't your business. Y'all got that? Yes. All right. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. Quit hollering. Either we understand the assignment or we don't. Either we crucify the flesh or we live in it. Y'all got that? Somebody shout, there's a lifestyle to this. There's a lifestyle to this. Y'all got that? And there's something that we look at on social media and online and whatnot, we laugh at, and it should really bother you. Yeah. What bothers me is that it's funny to you. All right. Modeling growth. I got 10 minutes left. 1 Timothy 4.15. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Tell somebody, it should be obvious to everybody that you're growing. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. This is a moment of transparency, too. I told this man right here. I, a true story. I told this man right here. I said, I said, I've seen your growth, man. I've seen there's a difference in what you're doing now. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. Y'all got that? Uh, wow. Tell somebody, it should be obvious that you're growing. Everybody can... See, don't make us just accept your mess. Girl, but you know how I am. I keep it real. No, you're stuck. <laughs> just by the... Ain't, no, ain't nothing cute about being stuck. Ain't nothing cute about being stagnant. You being funny because you don't hear God. Don't make us accept a lesser version of you than you should offer to the group. Y'all do not know what I just said. Don't make us accept a lesser version of you than you should offer to the group. Don't make us accept a lesser version of you than you should offer to the group. Tell somebody, we all try to be our best for the glory of God. And that's 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 right there. That's what puts us on the incline. Come on. Is that everybody attached to the assignment, understand the assignment, Come on. and is doing their best to offer their best for the glory of God. Y'all right. got that? Yes. First Timothy 4 12. Be an example without excuse. Somebody shout, I'm an example <laughs> without an excuse. Y'all got that? Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're serious about consecration, then you don't mind accountability. 
This is my job. Check me if you see my lifestyle go off. Yeah. 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 